Okay, let's try this again. Um, when I feel myself getting immensely overwhelmed with the information Spirit is trying to give me, I will end the live and start it over. So basically, it's like a re-recording. So let's deep breath. Mm. This is like a, not a really uh, triggering topic for me, but it's a really heavy topic because I feel like for so long, my inner child was suppressed because of certain things and now I'm being more open and honest about her and it's very triggering for me so I do apologize like I said daily dose of K is a platform I mean a podcast that I use to help myself heal right along with y'all I use my story and gifts to help y'all hi how are you so <clears throat> hi good evening my name is Jaquela I'm an intuitive guide and I specialize in personal development and mental wellness. In this space, you will see me mostly use my gifts for like dimension, um, the color healing messages, uh, like now channeling in my podcast. So tonight, we are talking about the inner child and the ways the inner child manifests in our life. The way he, she, or they pop up and how it really causes dysfunction. So for me, uh, for the longest time, I felt small. I felt just out of control. And it, I'm 26, I'll be 27 my birthday. And I've, this year was the first year in a long time that I felt in control. I, I always felt like somebody else was pulling the strings, like somebody else was controlling me. And this is coming from, ooh, don't slide. <laughs> this is coming from, um, my childhood i've seen so many things go wrong that i felt like could have done better but then i started to understand that those people were doing the best they had with what they had right and their best probably wasn't the best that i needed right so my inner child has we have issues with control we don't we have issues with security we have issues with um, knowing like things are going to pan out, scarcity mindset, if you will. And I feel like that has affected me in a lot of ways because as a child, um, a lot of things were provided, but a lot of things were kind of dangled in your face, right? So now I can go out and buy whatever I want. I can go eat whatever I want, right? But in my in the back of my head, even though I'm working through these issues. In the back of my head, I was still tell myself, you don't need that. Why, why do you want that? I literally will have food of go grocery shopping and I have issues with eating. I will forget to eat or I don't eat because it's not a big thing to me. I don't feel like it's an eating disorder per se, but I just don't care to eat. And I will literally just feel like I don't have enough stuff. And so it's like the fear of the, the fear of not having enough, the fear of not being enough, that is what triggers my inner child. And this shows up in my relationships and friendships because I try to overcompensate for who I am and what I am, right? And I try to fill everybody else's cup. And I just try to be everything for everybody. And in the sense, I'm still emptying my cup because I'm trying to fill everybody else's from an empty cup, right? And that was, what, life after high school up until, what, three years ago? That I just realized, like, I have to feel myself or prioritize yourself. I felt so guilty for things that had nothing to do with me. 
I felt so ashamed. And I didn't even know why I was carrying the shame. The shame and the guilt was never mine. My inner child, she just needed some love. She just needed to be seen. She just needed to be heard, right? And the way the inner child manifests is when we are in compromising situations, when we are in tight squeezes, right? You will feel yourself. It's like you revert back to a child. In those moments, that's when you're being triggered. That's where your inner child is kind of like, hey, I need a little bit more love here. I need a little bit more attention right here. And that can come up in a relationship always. For me and friendships, I feel like I never really had anybody. And this is no disrespect to any of my relatives or whatever that follow me on this page. But I'm just speaking my truth. And I'm sorry if that, sorry if that hurts you. But I never had anybody I wanted to be. I had a lot of people I didn't want to be like. And I was always the, the black sheep, the the problematic child, this, that, and the third, right? The sacrificial lamb, if you will. And I didn't get that. I didn't understand why my presence was so triggering. I didn't understand what about me, oof, excuse me. <laughs> I didn't understand what about me was so triggering. And so my inner child, she felt so alone. She felt so hurt. And you can say inner child, and then your inner child grows up, inner teen, if you will. My inner teen, she was so angry and so hurt simply because everything that she was carrying was never hers. The failures, the mistakes, the all of that was never hers to begin with. The first time I felt my voice being suppressed, I was nine years old. I will not go into details because I feel like my mama watches my podcast and I really don't want to trigger her. <laughs> but yeah, the first time I felt my voice being suppressed was I was nine years old. And that's when I learned I had no value. That's when, oh Lord Jesus. Hold on. That's when I learned I had no value. That's, that's how my brain processed that as a nine-year-old child. I had no value. I had, if you will. Um, and I carried that with me. And I was like, what? Sorry, I don't know what went on. But what can I do to make them love me more? What can I do? So in those times, I learned how to overcompensate and overpour to try to acts of, to do acts of service to get them to love me. But it didn't do anything but make me feel more desperate. All the inner child wants is the reassurance that you are okay. The reassurance and the, the security, the love, the peace that they didn't get then. And as a child, it's not your responsibility to take up what those adults are projecting. That is their mess, right? But so many times we don't we don't know what we're dumping on our kids because kids can, from what I've studied with psychology, kids literally will pick up stuff from the time they are born. They can pick up the energy, they can feel the shifts, and all of that. And they're literally a manifestation in the product of their environment, right? And I say this all with love. I try my hardest as a mother. I'm gonna be honest. Like I said, daily dose of K is my is my therapy. It's what I use to um, 
help myself. Like I said, this is triggering for me. I said it in the last one before I cut it off. I felt myself getting overwhelmed. Um, this is very triggering for me because motherhood, uh, in a sense, was my biggest trigger. Uh, I am a mother and a wife. I've been married for so... Don't tell him. Don't tell Kel. <laughs> I've been married for seven years, uh, and I have three kids, so... Uh, that's something I never really wanted. I didn't want that because I, I, as, as a child, I was always responsible for everybody else. I was responsible for their feelings. I was responsible, responsible how they felt about me, how they acted around me. I had to tap dance and tiptoe around stuff. I never got the proper, um, I never got the proper healing that I needed. I never got the proper, um, I can't even talk. <laughs> I never got the proper um, help, I guess, that I needed to heal myself simply because, like I said, my presence was so triggering. And as a 14-year-old girl, in those moments, when you are going through puberty, when you have just came out of sexual abuse and you have just dealt with so many blows, what you need is somebody just to hug you and say that everything's okay, right? And that's why I called this episode, Dear Me, We Did It. Despite all of the things that we've been through, here we are. Ten years later. Thirteen years later, honestly. And it's like, I had to understand that my inner child, she was so conflicted. And she was so confused because in those moments when she needed people just to see and hear her and feel her. She manifested into me now and I felt myself overcompensating so many times in my workplace I was doing more than what I what I should have done in my relationships I was trying to do everything when all I had to do was step back in friendships I lost so many friends because I would overdo stuff trying to get these people to love and see me right so if you didn't get anything else from this and from my me about the ugly crying boohoo on camera again. Um, love yourself for who and what you are, right? Forgive those people. Do not forget what they did. Set those boundaries. Forgive those people for what they allowed. But you cannot help who they are, right? They did the best they can with what they had. And their best is probably trash. But that's okay. Because they only had the tools that they were dealt right and that doesn't make it any better but it also helps you humanize them and see them for what for the flawed beings that they are and accept them for who they are and what they are and move accordingly right so yeah, i i just feel like inner child healing i feel like i'm gonna talk about this again but i just really want to give like a rough introduction my take probably is a little bit more um it's probably a little bit more um rough oh my god i didn't realize how i had been on here this long it don't tell me how long i've been on here but jesus <laughs> i didn't plan to talk this long but i guess when you just get to talking it's it's something um but yeah i feel like with inner child healing it's all about giving your inner child the clarity the the, the love the substance the peace the okay the hey we're doing better now hey we dealt with this hey we healed from this right and I feel like it's something everybody should do. No matter how perfect or how 
beautiful your childhood was there was always some instance that you felt small or some instance that you started developing these characteristics that you've carried into your adult life and i say the biggest ones are control issues with control issues with people pleasing um those are the ones that i mainly see and acts of service simply because as a child you've seen so many things out of control so you're like i would change this this and this right so when you got older you tried to make everything a tight box nah -uh, ain't thinking mm, nothing's getting fucked up here and then you learn what makes mommy and daddy happy let me do what makes mommy and daddy happy whether it was being the perfect child or or bending to their every will or doing whatever they say right or you probably learn how to be rebellious and trying to stand out to get their attention, right? So, yeah, thank you for sitting with me and listening to me. And, yeah, my name is Ja'Kayla Kerrigan. This has been Daily Dose of K. I believe I am at my 30-minute mark. I didn't realize that. But uh, this has been Daily Dose of K, uh, episode 5, I believe. Dear me, we did it. And, yeah. I will see y'all next Wednesday, 8 o'clock, because if you have been following me for a while, you know that I am in bed by 8.30. <laughs> so have a blessed night. Uh, um, I may go live uh, Saturday to do the weekly wrap-up and check-in to talk about some astrology stuff and all that jazz. So have a blessed night, and if you need any um guidance or you have any questions you can message me on here or on my regular facebook page have a blessed night